When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The dream is made real. Ricky Hatton rocks the world. How do you like it? How do you like it? I wish I was 50 years younger and I'd kick your ass. It's over. Welcome, fight fans, to another big fight preview episode, and the last one of 2020, and we didn't think we was going to be doing another one for 2020, so we've lied to you straight away when we did the end of year show and said, oh, there's no more episodes this year. Actually, we just realised that, of course, there's a big fight happening on the 2nd of January, Ryan Garcia, Luke Campbell, and we wanted to get something in for you guys and give you our thoughts on, on this particular fight, so this will be a shorter big fight preview because there isn't a lot going on, of course, with it being the new year. There's this one main card on, and there is a card, as expected, in Japan on New Year's Eve, which we'll briefly touch on throughout the course of the episode, but this is mainly about Ryan Garcia versus Luke Campbell. This is a fight that could be all about timing in boxing. This is certainly a great fight, and one that I'm actually very happy about, first and foremost, because of the fact that, for once, the past 20-odd years, we're actually getting it at a normal time. They're actually catering for the UK audience. So the ring walk is going to be at 11pm instead of the normal 4am for us in the UK. So I'm absolutely buzzing about that. Brilliant news. Yeah, really good news about that. And the uh, last couple of weeks I've been staying up. Well, I haven't been staying up. I've been sort of going to sleep and trying to catch it after. But when you're after Kip and then you try and liven yourself up next thing, you're three rounds into the fight and you're probably not quite registered what's going on. So it's nice to have 11 o'clock. So what? maybe recall match of the day and then get on the old boxing <laughs> and, then, and then catch up with match of the day after. So that's great news, excellent news, but really good fight and, and one that I'm really looking forward to. So let's go into this then and, and discuss this fight. It's, for me, a very a very much crossroads fight. Talking about Luke Campbell's career, first and foremost, then obviously we've followed him, being, being Brits, watching him go to the 2012 Olympics, watching him succeed there and looking at the way his career has panned out. 
for me, if Luke Campbell doesn't become a world champion before he retires, it'll be an absolute travesty. This is a man with an abundance of talent. A guy that has, has done pretty much everything in the amateur scene that you could wish to do. And then he's come into the professional scene. He had an early upset against Ivan Mendy in 2015. He's come back and he's shown his worth. He had that fight with Jorge Linares in 2017. Now, bearing in mind that his father had passed away, I think about a week or two before the fight happened, he put on one hell of a performance in that fight. And that's my favourite Luke Campbell fight, personally speaking, I've seen so far. Though He, he fought back to get a, a split decision loss. And it was very close. And people argued that maybe it should have been a draw. Or even some people said it could have been a sneaky Campbell win. But after that, he picked himself up once again. He beat Ivan Mende. And then he had his big fight in 2019 against Vasyl Lomachenko. Now, this was a bridge too far for Luke Campbell. We, we thought maybe this would be a little bit more competitive than what it was. And it was a good effort from Luke Campbell. But Vasyl Lomachenko probably was at his best that night. That I think you've said this in our in our end of year show, Johnson. You mentioned that Vasyl Lomachenko was probably at his best when he fought Luke Campbell. And I think that was, I think that was a, a great observation because I think that was right. Seeing that Vasyl Lomachenko lost to Tiafimo Lopez earlier this year... I think that just goes to show you that, you know, maybe he's lost a little bit of a step in his game. But for Luke Campbell, this is a... I wouldn't say it's the last throw of the dice, but I will say it's a very risky fight against a young fighter who's 20, you know, who's racked up a lot of wins on his record. But we'll discuss his career in a few moments and, and what I think about that. But for Luke Campbell, this is the golden opportunity for him to show the world why he should be a world champion and it is for the WBC interim world lightweight title yes um third opportunity for Luke and and as you say we've followed him since 2012 when he when he picked up that Olympic gold and as you say a decorated amateur career and um a real class operator I mean there's no doubt about it from the way he was moving through the ranks in the professional game it was like almost inevitable that He's gonna. He will pick up a world title. It's just the division he was in. It's tricky because you know Lemonchenko was around, and but you know right. I, I was there that night against Ivan Mendy. The, the defeat. Um, it wasn't a good performance from him. Um, I, I believe it was on the uh, Dillian White and, and Anthony Joshua undercard that, that night. And uh, Eubank Junior was there, and it was it was a good night. But for Luke, it was it was just a, a poor performance from him. Really, he got caught with a couple of shots and just put him down. It was a bit of flash knockdowns. Nothing in particular really rocked him. Um, he has got quite a decent chin, Luke. And as you say, he's a great operator. And, and then to, to then obviously have that Linares fight, and I believe you are bang on, he, his best performance was against Linares. And taking that fight with, with the loss of his dad, it's difficult mentally when you're walking into the ring to fight someone like Linares in a way. Um, to have that in the back of your mind, it's not going to be easy. But I think it was the early stage of that fight. I think he got knocked down, didn't he, early? He got yeah. another little flash knockdown, really. And, and it was that was basically that that lost him that fight. Um, he came back strong, fought really well, and I was really impressed with how he how he finished the fight. Um, and then you know it was unfortunate. And then obviously the Lemonchenko fight was just it was just too good. It was just too good. I mean it was it was Lemonchenko's first time over here um, as a pro, and and he he wanted to produce the goods, and he did that night. And and Luke just weren't quite good enough. So this is his third shot, his third big opportunity. He's had a couple of wins. Um, before Lemonchenko, obviously Lemonchenko's his last fight last year, been out of the ring for a while. Um, but you know, when you look at Campbell when he's on form, he, he he causes problems for anyone. And and with young Ryan, he's more than capable of defeating this kid. 
it's going to be an interesting fight, and this is why we're going to move into to look at Ryan Garcia's career, and and obviously he's like the next phenomenon. He's like the next Oscar De La Hoya. That that's basically how they've hyped him up to be <laughs> over the past couple of years, and and right rightfully so. He's looked really good at what he's done in his career so far. He's been a pro for going into his fifth year now as we enter 2021. But in the last four years, he's steadily built himself up and been given that backing that he's needed to go to that next level. But it's really only been the last two fights, for me personally, that I've watched of his career, where I've seen him step up in opposition. His last fight in particular against Francisco Fonseca, where he knocked him out earlier this year, that was a brilliant victory for him. That was the victory that had people talking and saying, this guy can hang it with probably anybody in the division, maybe that's a step too far saying that. We don't know yet because we don't know how good he really is. And this could be his coming out party. Every fighter that goes on to be a superstar has one of them nights where you sit back and you go, wow, this kid is the real deal. On the other side of the situation, it could be the night where people say, well, he hasn't had that experience. And it shows because maybe Luke Campbell will show why he is the decorated amateur that he is. But Ryan Garcia, everybody looks at him and goes, he's a very fast fighter. He's got really fast hands. Will the speed be a factor on the night? Well, that's something we will discuss when we go into sort of keys to victory. But looking at his career so far, he hasn't really boxed many rounds in in the past couple of years. And that that's the only thing that concerns me with Ryan Garcia is, has he had the, the right preparation for a fight against a guy that whilst maybe he's 32 and maybe he's at the back end of his career he hasn't had the experience of going 12 hard rounds with someone of this caliber and this is either going to be sink or swim for Ryan Garcia on the night I think I think you're right I think the thing is with Ryan as you as you clearly say he's obviously got some pop hasn't he? he's got some power he's flattened last couple of opponents in the first round I've not got his sort of resume in front of me but I was having a brief look today and um, I do recall one or two of his last two fights really where, you know, he's knocked out a couple of fellas um, that, that, to be fair, have had decent records. They've been in the ring with some average fighters, but some decent fighters as well. I think one of them was, in it, he was either one of them two, his last two opponents, one before was within, uh, with Tevin Farmer, the other one was with Davis as well, Javante Davis. You know, they, they both obviously come away with their victories, but... You know, the fact he's knocked over a guy, a decent pedigree, never been knocked out. He knocked out a guy in the first round. So he's, he's clearly got some pop and he's only 22. I actually think he's probably grown into his strength. So he's probably going to get stronger. The the, the difficulty is, is, is the lack of rounds. That's always the one. And, and the fact that he has got fast hands. Yeah, that's that's terrific. But can Luke, has Luke got that ability to, to take him a bit further and show what he's really all about? Um, that That is the biggest question, isn't it? Is he that strong for the division? Is he, is he going to... If he hits Luke, is Luke going to feel it? And is Luke going to buckle? Oh, it, that's a really tricky one. To, and I think this is where we're going to find out, isn't it? This is the fight. It's so true. This is the fight where Ryan can prove himself as one of the best in the division. And, you know, his career, 20-0, he's knocked out several of those. Um, he's looked great doing it, but they're not at the standard of a Luke Campbell. So it just depends on how far he has to jump when when he takes on Campbell, so it's it's just an intriguing fight, it really is. It really is intriguing, and that that's what's intriguing about it is, as like I said, sink or swim. It's timing. Yeah. They say boxing's all about timing, and and I think this could quite possibly be the night where Ryan Garcia comes out on his own, and and he's got this name on his record because. 
the, the win against Fonseca in the first round, the win against Duno in the first round, are brilliant victories. Let's not, let's not, yeah. you know, let's not beat around the bush with that one. They, they are great victories for him. They are the step up in pedigree that he needs. But there's there's levels, and this is a huge level up from Francisco Fonseca. Luke Campbell is a is, for me is a huge level up. He's been in there with two of the best fighters of probably the last ten to fifteen years, and yep. for me, he's held his own in both of them fights. So he has got the skill and ability to to probably stand on the back foot and outbox Ryan Garcia. We know what Ryan Garcia is going to do. He's gonna he's gonna try to put it on Campbell. He's going to try to come forward. He's going to try to use that blistering hand speed. And he's going to try to overwhelm Luke Campbell like he overwhelmed Fonseca, like he overwhelmed Duno. That's what he's going to do. But for Luke Campbell, he's got the ability to take a step back and and just use that long jab that he's got and just set things up from the jab and throw the counter. And I think that that for for keys to victory, this is what it's going to be all about. It's going to be a a really strategic fight, I think, in, in some respects, in the sense that Luke Campbell has got to weather that storm, first and foremost. He's got to be able to elude all them shots that are going to be coming at him. Is he going to be fast enough to do it? I think he probably is. I think from what we've seen of him, I think he's got the skill and ability to to avoid a lot of the shots that are coming at him. And I think he's going to use a lot of his ring savviness and the experience he has to keep himself from getting mauled in the first couple of rounds. And that's I don't expect that to happen. I mean, I could be eating my words next week and we could be saying Ryan Garcia's just knocked him out in a round or two rounds, but <laughs> I just can't see it. I can see Luke Campbell's, like I said, taking a step back, assessing the situation, using his long jab and then throwing counters as Ryan Garcia's coming in. And I think that's probably the best opportunity he's going to have to slow Ryan Garcia down and take him rounds and, and systematically break him down. For Garcia, he has to go in a different approach. He has to use pressure that he has and the speed that he has, but he has to do it educationally. It has to be an educated pressure performance. He has to go in there and pick his shots, put the pressure on, even if it's just the utilisation of his footwork. Tiafimo Lopez won the fight against Vasyl Lomachenko with footwork. If you watch the fight back, that footwork in that fight was basically keeping Lomachenko off balance throughout the fight, which is something he never experienced in his career. If Garcia can do something similar against Campbell, then he's probably going to be in for a great night. He's probably going to be in for a night where he gets crowned as one of the great fighters in the division and he can legitimately call out the other names of the division because he will have taken a name on his record who is a very, very well-respected name. So this is a really, really great fight, and I'm so happy we're getting it so early on in 2021. We're doing our Boxing Wishlist episode, <laughs> so please go and have a listen to that, because we're going to be discussing some of the fights in there that, that we're really looking forward to in 2021. And Ryan Garcia is probably going to come into that. If he picks up this victory against Campbell, he's probably going to come into that factor, because he could easily have another two fights by the end of 2021, and they could be against some of the big names of the lightweight division. How do you see this going down for either men. I mean, what do you see as keys to victory for Campbell and what do you see as keys to victory for Garcia? For me, when I look at Ryan, you know, um, he's actually took a lot of criticism from from Oscar as well, from Oscar De La Hoya, from what I've read sort of last year. And, and he, he's taken it well and, and people have actually mocked Oscar, I believe, for some of the stuff that he said about Ryan. I think the one thing with him is I do wonder if he's if he's sort of in his head, he thinks he has the power to just get rid of Luke. And if that's the case, I think he could 
become a cropper because Luke is a clever fighter. He's got great intelligence in the ring. And, you know, Linares can bang. And, and he, he done well against Linares. And if he can do anything like he did that night and take that into the ring against Ryan, then Ryan's in for a difficult night. If he tries to go for the quick knockout, yes, he has hand speed. He's got quick. He's got quicker hands. And as you say, if he can keep Luke on the back foot, then great. But Luke is able to adapt, and also he, he's got he's a great body shot. He can he can whip in some great body shots. He's some of his um, some guys on his on his resume. He's, he's got rid of with the body shot. He's capable of them shots, and he's he's got he's got that that knowledge on, on how to just break a fighter down. I think you are bang on in terms of Luke will be on the back foot and he will know that Ryan's going to go for him. And it's just a matter of if he can weather that storm, because I think he's going to get caught and it's a matter of how strong Ryan really is. If Ryan is a big banger, we're going to soon find out on Saturday night because all of a sudden, you know, if Luke's feeling some pop, then you know that this guy can really bang. I'm not, I'm not so sure. I think, I think the judge is out for that and, and we're going to find that out on Saturday. I still think Luke's capable of, like you say, he's, he's able to adapt. He can move around the ring. He can fight on the back foot and then he can be the aggressor. He can also hit as well. And he, Ryan is never going to have felt the hurt th- that he's ever going to have felt in this ring if, if Luke can land a few. So that's going to be interesting. I think if, if Luke takes him further into this fight, it becomes Luke's fight and Ryan's going to be in uncharted territory and and it's going to be interesting to see how he develops and whether he's inexperienced as a fighter where one minute you're knocking guys out and all of a sudden you're whacking the guy as hard as you can and he's still there or you're just not landing flush because he's too clever and too cute then all of a sudden it's like it, you start to panic a little bit so the corner is going to be important for Ryan if he doesn't get rid of him early I just think it's 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 for Luke it's a great night for him and I think he's going to take this opportunity with both hands. Even though it's over in Texas, there's going to, I'm not quite sure how many are going to be in the crowd. Obviously, they're going to be backing Ryan. But I think that helps sort of Luke in a way because it's not going to be so forward. They're not going to be all backing Ryan. Or they will be, but it's not going to be as loud. So he can probably adapt to it better. I just He's used to the big nights now. He's had that big night at the O2. And, and he, he performed well, but he just wasn't good enough on the night. But he never looked in trouble. Linares, he got knocked down, but he still didn't look in trouble. Linares can bang. So he's going to learn from those two fights. So for me, I think it's just a great opportunity for Luke Campbell, and I don't see him missing it. I think he's going to win this fight, and I, th- I wouldn't be surprised if it's late. And I'm, not, I'm, I'm going to throw it out there and say that I can see Luke stopping him late, if not nicking it on points. It's funny because he's not actually down as the bookies' favourite. Ryan Garcia is down as the bookies' favourite. Yeah. You look at the odds <laughs> for the fight on Saturday and Ryan Garcia is the betting favourite to win the fight. And if you're, a, if you're a gambling man, and I've won, as I've rightly pointed out a few <laughs> times in the last few episodes, I've won a little bit on, on some of the fights recently. I will be putting a bet on this because I do, I do think that there might be a good chance here that Luke Campbell can, can take this fight. And ultimately, that is my my prediction for the fight. I do think Luke Campbell takes this fight. I do think that he he beats him, and I do think he beats him on on points. I think he takes him the distance. I think he outboxes him, and I think he shows that there are levels to this sport. And to get to an elite level, to be in with these types of fighters, you've got to be able to just rely on not just your power, but your boxing skills. He yeah. can't just go in there. He can't just go in there and, and overthrow Luke Campbell. He can't just smother Luke Campbell and think that that's going to be the way to beat him. I'll admit he looks very physically strong in the build-up mm-hmm. to this, Garcia. He looks he looks 
stronger and, and physically more defined than he, than he has done for his previous fights. So maybe now, as he's getting older, his body's starting to adjust. He's starting to, as they say, man strength. He's starting to get that. Will he have that pop to hurt Luke Campbell? And as you said, we'll know on Saturday because if he hits him and Luke Campbell's hurt, and he's hurt numerous amounts of times in that fight, then we know that this guy, in terms of his pop in that division, is for real. But we don't yeah. know that yet. We just don't know that, because I think a lot of the victories that he's had, the people say it's pop. I think it's the speed and the timing and the accuracy. I think all of them combined is what is winning him the fights. I really do. And I think some of these fighters have gone into this fight with him scared. I do genuinely think so. I think they've gone in there... And, and mentally, they've already lost the fight before they've got in the ring because they know they're going in against a, a potential superstar. They're already crowning him a superstar in America. So already, you're putting Luke Campbell under the under that type of spotlight to say, well, you are the underdog, even though you're the guy that's got all the accolades behind you. And this guy's coming along. He's practically like a, a YouTuber, Ryan Garcia. He's as famous as all these YouTubers, isn't he? He's, he's, he's just stuff on social media that, that is kind of... Very similar to what a lot of these YouTuber guys do. And, and people perceive him as that. People perceive him as that type of a character. But he's no joke in the ring. And and Saturday night's certainly going to tell us whether or not he is ready for that next level, even at the age of 22. We've seen Tiafimo Lopez do it at the age of, what, 23? So yeah. if, if Lopez can do it, then I, I, I yeah. don't think it's going to be a problem for Garcia as well. But I do just think, Johnson, that I think Campbell's got enough about him. I think he's going to weather the early storm. I think he's going to have a few rocky moments in the fight where he's going to have to make sure that he doesn't get caught clean. But I ultimately think he can outbox him. I really do think yeah. he can outbox Ryan Garcia and, and take a points decision, even in Texas, I really do think he's going to win this fight on points. I was just about to say that the fact that it is in Texas and whether we get one of those dodgy judges that throw out one of them ludicrous cars, it's a possibility, isn't it? You can't not say that it isn't. It tends to happen regularly. And I hope we're not sort of discussing this fight later on down the line and saying Luke's been rubbed. Um, I really don't. But you're right. It's so true in terms of with Luke, he's just got the ability. Yeah, he's going to have some rocky times. He, I, I can see him getting a bit hurt. I can see also when Ryan does go on the attack, I think he's got the ability, he's going to leave himself exposed. I mean, that's what every, that's the one thing, you know, when you're throwing punches and you're trying to knock somebody out, you know, if someone's slick enough and they're savvy enough, even when they're hurt, because that's the thing we're talking about. If Luke has got the ability when he's a bit dazed to be able to still think properly, when someone's going gung-ho, you open yourself up. And Luke has got the armory to find the shots. He can find it to the body. Or he could he could throw it in uppercut, or he can throw a loop in right. He's got every punch in the book, Luke Campbell, and and I think that's what makes him that little bit more dangerous. Uh, yeah, the book he's fighting with Sam Ryan. I mean, I was looking at, and you look at the two records, and you think if you didn't if you, if you didn't know who Luke had fought and and who Ryan had fought, you'd think well that's a straight Ryan win. But in the, the way they're bigging Ryan up as well, I, I think that that just brushes up his ego a little bit. He's only twenty two years old. I just think that. You're right in terms of maybe it isn't his power. Maybe it's the speed as well, because the speed and the timing is just as important as if you've got power. And he's got that. I just think this could be a learning curve for Ryan. I think he's going to have some trouble himself later on in the fight. Um, and I think Luke's got the ability to just turn it on its head and, and get the victory. I really do hope he can do that. I do sometimes think I'm, I'm thinking too much with my heart at times in my head, because I really hope Luke can do it. So I sort of visualise these things in my head because I want Luke to do it. Um, but I think educatedly, you know, you look at the two guys, you look at their physiques, 
they're not much different in size and in reach. I just think Luke's got the skills. Um, maybe Ryan will prove me wrong. We'll see. Uh, but I'm, I think we're both in a cahoot there, Sean, where I think we both believe Luke can do it. I don't think it's any sort of UK bias towards Luke Campbell either. And I will put that out there straight away for for any US fans that listen to the podcast and say, oh, they're just, they're, just being, they're just being biased towards their fight. I'm not being biased towards them. I just think at this this point in time, I think this could possibly be a step too far for Garcia. I could be totally wrong and Garcia could prove us totally wrong and he could go out there and blow him out within two rounds and I'll be eating my words. And we'll be doing <laughs> that on the next episode when we review the fight, of course. But... But I just think Luke's just got that little bit more about him than what people are giving him credit for. And I yep. honestly think he's got the ability to elude a fighter, use a lot of lateral movement and counter to, to be able to beat Garcia. You said he could possibly stop him, mate. That is not out of the question. He could catch him coming in and he could hurt him. We don't know what what Gar- Garcia's punch resistance is like. We don't know because we've not yeah. seen him get hurt. Nobody's been able Another to get... Another question mark. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Nobody's been able to get near him as a result of his speed. So we just don't know yet. But Luke Campbell's, I think if anyone's going to do it, anyone's going to upset the apple cart this early on in, in that career of Garcia, it's going to be Campbell. And I think this is the perfect opportunity for Campbell to do it, to show that he is worthy of uh, of a world title. And and I hope he does. I genuinely do. Being, being biased at this point in time, I do want him to win. <laughs> of course I want him to win. He's a British fighter. But objectively speaking, I do think he wins. I do think he's got the ability and the skill to do that. Garcia might shock us, he might come out, he might blow him out, and we'll be having a different conversation, and we'll be giving Garcia the credit that he deserves if he wins the fight. But we've both agreed on this particular occasion that we think Luke Campbell's just about got enough to do the business on Saturday night, and it's a great fight. I am looking forward to it. The undercard actually has two other world title fights on it. We have Rene Alvarado, 32-8, and eight. And he's going in against Roger Gutierrez, 24-3-1. It's the WBA super featherweight title on the line. And also, we've got Felix Alvarado in the light flyweight division, 35-2, going in against DJ Creole for the IBF world light flyweight title. So you've got essentially two legit world title fights and one interim world title fight on Saturday night, which for me is great. And I'm looking forward to it because obviously we said a few weeks ago in the UK, they were doing the offer on DAZN for £2 a month. And I used it. I used it for the Smith fight, the Callum Smith and Canelo fight. And I was very impressed with it. I don't know what your thoughts are on the app, but I've been very impressed on on the service and the little documentaries and the build-up and what they've been doing so far. And I'm not being funny, but £2 for us is probably like, what, $2.50, for the Americans? It's nothing, is it? Oh, it's it's, it's brilliant. £2, you just can't ask for better than that. I mean, wow. Um, I, I would have been happy with a fiver. So when I see it was like one ninety nine, I was like, wow, brilliant. I mean, uh, the only one thing I I did have, I, I was what when I was watching it in my kitchen. I mean, it's probably dad to my Wi Fi that it kept freezing on me a couple of times in the the Canelo Smith fight. Um, so yeah, that was a bit annoying. It happened a couple of times early, to be fair, but um, it did sort itself out and it was absolutely fine. So. Uh, but for, I'm not going to argue for two, <laughs> to be quite honest with you. So, uh, yeah, I, I'm happy with with what, what they're offering. Um, brilliant, brilliant service. And, uh, yeah, um, I just literally, <laughs> I'm gobsmacked. It's only one pound 99. I'm still baffled <laughs> by it. But brilliant. Great yeah. for us. 
<laughs> no, it is. It's definitely great for us. There's one other fight that I want to bring to the attention of everybody, and it's on the 31st of December. It's on New Year's Eve. Now, you might remember listening to our Christmas Roundup episode. If you didn't, we basically talked about fights that happen over the holiday period. In Asia, a lot of fights seem to happen over the holiday period. There is a super flyweight world title on the line, WBO. World Super Flyweight title as Kazuto Ioka goes in against Kosai Tanaka, who's 15-0. That's going to be another great fight. And it's actually on the UK Box Nation channel or Premier Sports channel. And that'll be another great fight to catch up on on Thursday night. If you're not doing anything, catch that fight. That's going to be another great one. And it's, again, it's just another great way to, to sort of end the year and start off 2021 with, with such a big fight, really, for us. We're really happy that we're getting it so early on and, We've got our boxing wish list episode coming out. We're going to be talking about some of them fights that we want to see in 2021, whether we'll get them, whether we'll not, what we want to see. So please make sure you do check out that episode when it drops. If you've enjoyed listening to this short big fight preview of Garcia versus Campbell, go and let us know on social media at BTR Boxing Pod on Twitter. And the Facebook page is the BTR Boxing Podcast Network. If you've not already checked out the Patreon page, please go and do so. Check it out patreon.com forward slash btr boxing podcast network become a patron have a look at all the available membership tiers that are available you get exclusive access to episodes early you even get patron only episodes you get the opportunity for social media shout outs you get the opportunity for shout outs on the podcast there's many many great benefits of becoming a patron it isn't all about us just holding our hands out and saying give us some money that's all we want we're going to give you something in return please go and check it out it's a great service we're really happy to be part partnering up with patreon to provide you with some additional features to the podcast network fight fans hope you enjoy this weekend's action garcia versus campbell who are you going to pick guys it's a big one we'll see you next time Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.